Welcome to This Youth Generation, working to improve the quality of life for youth in our community. I'm your host, Dion D. Price, author and youth life skills coach. I'm looking forward to engaging you on the topic of critical issues concerning today's youth generation by way of informative edutainment through storytelling, discussions, and interviews. If you're a parent, educator, or youth worker, this program will be a valuable resource for you. Let's get to it. This is your generation, Dion Price, Life of a Youth Worker. This episode is based on a column. The column is based on the subject of patience is a virtue. If you're a youth worker and parents, patience. If you're a youth worker or a parent, have you ever had to tell a young person something over and over again and wonder whether they're getting it or not? And it felt like you were just wasting a breath that you're definitely going to need one of these days. Felt like it was going on death ears. If you're a parent, a youth worker, instructor, or any capacity working with young people, I'm sure you've experienced this. But let me encourage you that the brain, the adolescent brain works differently. Before you realize that you have wasted your time, this, is, this young person is a lost cause. Let's understand how the adolescent or youth brain works. The adolescent brain does not process information as a fully functioning adult at this time. Let me share a, passage, a quick passage with you from that column that brings out that very point. According to Dr. Daniel Weinberg, co-author of The Adolescent Brain, a work in progress, youth's brain is still developing. The last part of the brain to fully mature is the prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for such skills as setting priorities, organizing plans and ideas, forming strategies, controlling impulses and considering consequences. In other words, they're not fully developed yet. So most youth have not reached a level of maturity to comprehend adult concepts that we may consider common sense. Therefore, we should not expect rational decisions from them without guidance and a boatload of patience. Now that's, that's valuable information to the point. So if you're a youth worker or a parent in any capacity, I highly encourage you to exercise patience because we're gonna be sharing information and practical information with young people. If you're a parent with more than one kid, you know doggone well, you're probably gonna have one that listens and one that doesn't. Like my mom, she said, you're only gonna get one good one. She had nine. She said, you're only gonna get one good one. The rest of them gonna worry the hell out of you. <laughs> right on the money. So if you're certainly you're a parent, patience is gonna be golden for you, gonna keep you from choking the hell out of your, your kids. <laughs> and teachers, instructors, youth workers, patience is gonna be a valuable asset. And let's not give up. Let's be optimistic that in, even when we're sharing information, it's there, but there may be some time and process in order for your young people to get that information. So don't be, don't expect immediate results if you're a youth working parents. You know, with this generation, particularly with the attention span being deteriorating due to technology and their short attention span being that of a goldfish, you're gonna really have to exercise patience. Let's not give up on these young people. Let's continue to give the information, even when you think they're not listening, because patience is gonna be golden. It's there and something can penetrate. Some it'll reach and some it won't. Let's exercise patience and not be so quick to give up and think we're wasting our time. Some of our young people may be just what we call hard-headed learners. 
right? You got people who are hard-headed and people who are a little bit more receptive to information, right? Because of their ability to retain auditory learners, we have those times. Or you have people who are just hard-headed. They have to learn the hard way. Now, I was one of those people who learned from other people's mistakes, right? I wasn't a hard-headed. I saw people around me getting messed up. And my question was, what happened? If my friend Leroy got hit by a car, my question was, well, what happened? He was running in the street. Well, I won't be doing that. <laughs> it's that simple. My friend Leroy, as grown up, he got hit by the car not once but twice in the 70s. Now, think about that. You know how loud cars were in the 70s? You had to be dumb to get hit by a car in the 70s. The cars was as loud as hell. Now, if you got hit by a car today with these quiet cars, I can understand. So my friend Leroy was just hard-headed. He was one of those hard-headed learners. I wasn't one of them. So you have young people who are hard-headed. The sad thing about that, these young people who are hard-headed learners, the dangerous part of that is they may not survive the consequences of their bad decisions because these consequences are harsh, much more harsh, or sometimes deadly, can end up losing their, their housing, their freedom, their life, their health because of bad decisions. So it's not in their best interest to be hard-headed learners. And we're working with a hard-headed young person, whether it's your child, whether it's your mentee, whether it's your student, or whether it's your client youth that you're working with, be patient and continue to give them the information and just pray that it grows. There's an illustration that I wanna share as far as being patient, like a farmer. A farmer plants a seed and he has to be patient to see whether that fruit or that, that crop grows. It takes time. He has to be patient. He has to let the, the water set in. So just like a farmer, we gotta be patient. And just like that farmer, his job is to plant the seed. He has nothing to do with it growing, right? That's not, that has nothing to do with it growing. And sometimes to illustrate that even further, he has to cultivate the land, the land or the soil that he plants that seed. If it's not right, that seed will not become fertile. It will not be fertilized and nothing will grow. If the soil is ready, the seed that he plant will take fruit, it will become fertile and then eventually it'll grow. Likewise, with the young people we work with, some of our young people, they're too hard-headed. Their soil, their heart, and their soul, and their mind, they're just too hard-headed or hardened by the world or society to receive that seed of information they're given to you. Some people are just too hard-headed or hard-hearted to receive the information you give them. They may not be ready yet, but some people are a little softer, they're ready to receive it. So do not be discouraged. You plant that seed anyway. Whether it grows or not, your job is to plant the seed. If you're a parent, you keep cultivating. The Bible uses the word inculcate over and over again. That's us planting that seed over and over again. If you're an instructor, you're going to have to keep telling it over and over again. Do not grow weary of giving that information to that young person. They, whether they hard it or not, our job is to be, have faith that eventually that information will become fruitful and they will apply that valuable information. I had an experience as a youth worker in my experience working with a young person that really his parent had given up on him, his mother had given up on him. He had been kicked out of every program in our local area from YMCA's, Boys and Girls Clubs, uh, PAL centers, uh, you, I mean, everything. He was, his attitude and his demeanor and his behavior was just too reckless. He was kicked out of every program to the point where his mother even gave up. He said, I'm done. I'm sending him to another city, another state with his dad, because I'm done. I'm done with him. And I approached him just as I always would. And I'm like, dude, are you getting it here? Everyone is giving up on you. So at some point, you got to look at yourself. 
And he was humble at the point where he was seemed like he was really exhausted and ready to change. But when I spoke to him, he said something this time that made me think that, hey, this is not the same kid. Something has moved him now. He was humble. His shoulders were relaxed. He said, I'm, 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 just, I'm just tired of going through this. So whatever I need to do to change the things that's been happening, what, what has changed? He said that he had experienced recently on top of all, all everything else that was going on, him losing his, his education, him being relocated and being kicked out, him being arrested. He said he's just tired of all this stuff happening to him. On top of all that, he also lost recently a friend of his to street violence from the same high risk activities that he was going through. And that humbled him. He said, I'm tired of going through this. I'm ready to change. That led me to believe that he's ready to receive this information because he was now humble. He's no longer this hard hearted, a knucklehead, hardhead. He's ready to hear and, and receive information and possibly change, right? So that means it takes sometimes it takes some life changes, some humbling experiences. Sometimes it takes a, a drastic event for young people to start receiving this information. It takes something dramatic as being arrested or being uh, something real serious happening for that individual to start to realize that it's time for him to make a change. And then he will start to really listen. And maybe that information, those seeds that were planted, all that information that all those individuals were sharing with him, it starts to become fruitful. And hopefully it's not too late that that person recognizes that information, all those seeds that were planted by the mentors, the teachers, the parents is finally becoming relevant to him and he will make the necessary changes. Let's understand, let's take it to scripture. Hebrews 6, 13, 15. Hebrews 6, 13 to 15 says, after Abraham had shown patience, he obtained his promise, what he was promised, patience. Scripture talks a great deal about patience, us being patient with us receiving with each other, patience with ourselves and giving our, our time to become fruitful. Patience is a critical thing. And I think it's a very valuable aspect to have as youth workers and parents. So what a fine example of the need to have patience if you're a youth worker and a parent. So let's continue to plant the seeds of wisdom to these young people in our circle, in our environment. We never know when that information has become alive, it's become fertile, it's gonna grow. We plant the seed, but whether we believe we're making a difference or not, continue to inculcate this information and share with these young people. Sometimes the flower may bloom later. Remember, our job is to plant the seed, we have nothing to do with how and when it grows. Just a thought, just a message. This youth generation, Dion Price, just a humble servant trying to make a difference.